This episode is brought to you by MDI Prep. MDI Prep is a course that specializes in helping students with the MCAT, PCAT, DAT, and INBDE exams. Since 2008, over 90% of MDI Prep students have been accepted into medical, dental, or pharmacy school programs. With affordable payment plans, MDI Prep takes the stress out of applying to programs and preparing for the test. That way you can stick to what's important, and that's passing your exam. To learn more, visit www.mdiprep.online. That's www.mdiprep.online or call 1-888-827-9881. What does it really mean to be an agent or an advocate for helping students matriculate into medical, dental, or pharmacy school. So today, I will be discussing the five things that all good pre-health agents should know before they begin to help students. Good morning. Good morning. This is Dr. Sutton with MDI Prep. And today I am talking about the five things that good health pre-agents should know about helping students get into medical dental pharmacy school. Now, a lot of times when we think of an agent, we think of sports. We think of the NFL, the NBA, the WNBA. We think of agents who are helping athletes. But if you really think about it, what students need in order to matriculate into these uh, professional schools is an agent because this is a professional program, just like the NFL is a professional sports league. And what people don't think about, what they often think about, I guess, is that all the student needs is good grades, uh, a good score on their exam, and they'll get in. It's not that easy. And anyone that says it is, is lying. It's not. Uh, When I was applying to medical school, I I had the fortune of having some good advisors. And I would almost, I guess I would call these advisors my agents. These were people who went to bat for me. And and just looking at them and how they handled my situation, which I didn't have the highest GPA when I matriculated into medical school, but I had other things that were pretty good. And they they were actually able to accentuate those things that I had well. So, Let's talk about the five things that a good pre-health agent, and that's exactly what you need uh, for all the students that are listening right now. uh, A pre-health agent is what you need in order to get into the school. So number one, the first thing is a good pre-health agent should understand who the student really is. My goodness. You know, uh, oftentimes students will sign up for programs, right? And I'm not going to call any particular names of the different programs, but they'll sign up for these programs. And these programs may have thousands and thousands of students that they work with. And and now this student only really becomes a number. 
And so most times these programs are really there just to help them with exams, but nothing else. And what the student will do is fill out a little questionnaire online, but it doesn't really tell you who the student is. So one of the things that we like to do at MDI Prep, and I, I really like this, is that every student that joins our program, I personally call them, or we make sure that we have a faculty person that calls them. And we want to know about them. We don't want to know just what your GPA is. We don't want to know about, you know, what was your last MCAT or DAT score. We want to know who you are as a person. And the reason why is because when we began to to actually market you to medical school programs or dental or pharmacy school programs, we need to know enough about you to to honestly say we can attest to this person's character. So just to kind of give you a little example, uh, this past year I had a student that I was working with and she had applied to medical school for the past two years and didn't get in. And so her dad actually reached out to a friend of mine and said, hey, uh, do you know anybody who could help my daughter get into medical school? And so my friend said, well, yeah, uh, I, I think Dr. Sutton and the MDI prep program, they can help her. So her dad calls me up and tells me, kind of goes over everything that she's going through for the last two years that she hadn't got in, that she's really feeling kind of down, and but she's an awesome student. So the dad starts to really just advocate for the daughter. And so I, I stop him probably halfway through the conversation. I said, listen, it's great. I love talking to you, but I actually need to talk to her. I need to find out who she is. And so I contacted her and we talked. And as we talked, I got to know not only what her motivation was for going to medical school, but I got to learn a little bit more about some of the things that she uh, felt about life, some of the things that uh, I, I learned about her relationships. Uh, I learned about um, how she approached school, how she approached uh, uh, volunteering. So there was a lot that I learned about her. And after learning this, I felt like she would be a great candidate for medical school. So what was the next thing to do? The next thing I had to do was number two. I had to identify her strength and weaknesses because there was something that was keeping her out of medical school. And I wanted to find out what that was. And so a good agent, a good pre-health agent is going to look into not only the transcripts of the students, but they're going to look more into the leadership, the volunteer, the extracurriculars. What has this student done? What are the strengths of the student? Right. And so just, you know, just talking still about the same student I helped, uh, last year is that what her strength was academically, she was sound. I mean, she had a 3.7 GPA uh, in chemical engineering. She had a 518 on her MCAT. And for all of you who don't know what that is, those are really, really good numbers. Right. And so I'm asking myself, why in the world would somebody like this not matriculate into medical school on the first attempt? And so that had me going into let's let's check out her weaknesses. Like, you know, what are some of the things that maybe the admissions committee overlooked or they didn't see? And so what I found out is that uh, when I looked at her previous applications, number one, she she had a lot of leadership that she did not indicate in her application. That was number one. Things that she really didn't think were leadership. So she was a tutor. She didn't think that was leadership because it was a paid position. So she didn't list that as leadership. Uh, she didn't think about the things that she did at her church, right, in terms of helping um, the the young ones at her church. And so she didn't consider that leadership. So there was a lot of things that she did not list in her application 
that had she listed those things, she may not have been talking to me this year. She probably would have been already in medical school. So one of the things you got to do, number two, is you got to identify the strength and the weaknesses of the individual because those are the things that are going to make up the application. Think of it like this. Whenever your student applies to a professional program, medical, dental, or pharmacy school, right? The only thing that the admissions committee is going to know about them is what's in the application. So that is your opportunity to give as much information as possible. This takes us to number three. You've got to make them look as good as you can on paper without lying. Now, there is a very thin line. I know people try to, you know, skate that line, but you, you can't lie on the application. But that doesn't mean that you you can't uh, accentuate those positives in such a way that they stand out on the application. I'll give you an example of what I'm talking about. So I had a student and uh, she had a lot of volunteer work. Okay. I mean, a lot. I mean, she probably had over two, 300 hours of volunteer work. And in her application, when she originally did it, she listed them all under one uh, heading under her sorority. And so instead of listing each volunteer service, she just listed one volunteer service and she listed that as uh, volunteer uh, sorority. Now, what I told her to do and what I asked her, I said, okay, well, tell me about the different volunteer things that you did within the sorority. And so then she would say, well, we did a Habitat for Humanity. We did a Meals on Wheels. We did a community cleanup. We did a, uh, a we sponsored a, um, uh, a break station at a marathon. So she listed like eight or nine different volunteer things that she did. So I said, well, what you want to do is you want to list each volunteer activity as you did them with those dates, because now what that appears to be is that you're really involved. If you just have one thing listed, nobody's going to really they're going to see the one thing. And, yeah, they're going to say, oh, you did 200 hours. But it looks like you did 200 hours in one thing. Now, again, that is not lying. That's basically pulling out or accentuating the positives in her application. A good agent, somebody who really knows how to do this, will be able to look at that application and give the advice that they need to give. Because let me just tell you, that application is what really will determine whether or not a student gets in. And so if, if you don't put in the right information, if it's not sound, if you don't remove all the red flags that need to be removed, then that will be a problem. All right. So now the application is in. What's next, right? Well, the next thing is number four is you've got to build their confidence for the interviews. Let me just tell you this. I don't care what sports agents that you're looking at. Um, you know, whenever you think about a sports agent and a lot of times I tell students this, whenever I go to speak, I said, you got to know how to identify a good agent for you. Somebody who's going to really go to bat for you, who's going to advocate for you, who's going to make sure that you get into these professional programs. And I always say, and I got to go back to this, these students, you know, we always, you know, talk about the, the, the athletes and the sports and everything like that. And then everybody is so happy and they start cheering, you know, when they hear all of the, the athletes getting drafted in the first round. Right. But what about these students that are going to be changing lives? The ones that are actually going to be caring for you in the future, 
there should be the same type of excitement when we hear this. And so when these students select an agent, it's so important that they select the right agent. Now, I was listening to um, a, uh, a a podcast and it was talking about it was a guy on there named Matthew Cole. And he was talking about how to basically select a sports agent. And I thought, yeah, even though he's talking about how to select a sports agent, I think that is uh, applicable to really how to select a pre-health agent, somebody who's going to help you get into a medical, dental, or pharmacy school program. And just take a listen to what uh, Matthew was talking about. My name is Matt Cole, and I'm the co-founder of Sporpal. Uh, prior to Sporpal, I was a sports agent for the better part of 10 years, and I was the director of the Blaze Agency in Australia. Thank you. So my top five tips for choosing a sports agent would be, firstly, don't sign with the first agent that approaches you. If you're an athlete and you've been approached by an agent to represent you, you have to think to yourself, why they approach me? Uh, and you have to look at what's in it for you as the athlete. So what's the benefit for you for getting an agent uh, and why has that agent approached you? The second thing would be, do your research. So find out who the agent is that approached you or find out what agents are in your market that are, that are professional agents in your, in your field and do your research on them. Make sure they've got the right accreditation. Make sure they've got a good relationship with the provinces. Go around and ask other players, other clubs, you know, if they've got clients that you know, go and have a chat to them. Find out what's good about them, what's bad about them to make sure you've got all the information that, uh, that is physically possible or humanly possible to get before you sign on that, sign that contract. The third thing is, don't be afraid to go with an agent that's got a few clients. Uh, there's often a misconception that sometimes if an agent's got a few clients, they won't be able to look after you. And that may be the case if they've got a 1,000 clients or they've got hundreds of, of clients. But if they've got a couple of clients in your position, what often happens is if there's a movement with those clients, then your agent's likely to know about that opportunity or that contract coming available before any other agent because he's got enough market knowledge. Also, that agent will know what's going on in Australia, New Zealand, France, Japan. It'll know what's going all over the world, and therefore, they'll be able to give you a better advice. The fourth thing, get to know them personally. Your agent's going to give you good news. Your agent's going to give you bad news, but you've got to be able to deal with them professionally. So go and have a cup of coffee with them. Go and get a meal with them and make sure that you guys have got a really good, open, honest relationship. One of the top things that my clients always used to say and why our relationship works so well was that we could, we could be always open and honest with each other. So that's pretty important to make sure you, you're really comfortable with your agent before you sign with them. The fifth thing is your job is to be a professional athlete. That's your goal. Your, job, your goal is not to sign with an agent. So once you sign with an agent, that's not the end game. The end game is to become a professional athlete. Your agent is not going to help you become a professional athlete if your performances aren't justifying the contracts. So the hard work doesn't, you know, the hard work doesn't stop when you've signed with an agent. It only gets harder, and that's when the competition for those professional contracts is going to get even harder. So make sure that you are very realistic of your agent's role in, in your sort of overall career in becoming a professional athlete. So good luck. That's exactly what uh, that's that's what we're talking about is that he used the term uh, athlete, but we're talking about doctors. So if you just replace the word athlete with doctors, uh, he is spot on when he's talking about how to select the proper pre-health agent for getting, you know, you into medical, dental or pharmacy school. Because um, there are a lot of times that I have to give students information that are, are news that they don't want to hear. You know, I've had students who come to me with maybe a 2.4 or 2.5 GPA and they want me to represent them in terms of how to, you know, get them into medical school. And, you know, I, I have to be, you know, realistic 
And one thing that I never do, one thing that is never done at MDI Prep, we never discourage anyone from going after their dreams. That's just not going to happen. But what we'll do is we'll give them an alternate route. And so just say they had that low GPA. One of the things that we might recommend is that, listen, you're probably going to have to go back and you're going to have to get a master's degree. And in that master's, you're going to need to maintain at least a 3.5 or better. And, you know, some people say, well, you know, wow, that that means I'll have to, you know, uh, wait another year or two years before I apply to medical school. And the truth is, yes, you will. But if medical school is your end goal, then you'll get there. So, yes. So when you're choosing the right agent, make sure you choose someone who can be open and honest with you. That's one of the signs of a good pre-health agent. And, you know, as a pre-health agent, one of our goals is to build the confidence for our students because they're going to be interviewing. So we can set them up in these really, really good, you know, applications. We can have everything lined up just right. But if they go to that interview and they bomb or they fail in the interview, then all the work, everything that's done doesn't mean anything because at the end of the day, the goal is did they get in? That's the bottom line. You know, I could care less, you know, at the end of the day, what the MCAT score was or what their GPA is. Did we get that student into a program? Now, that means then we've got to build that self-esteem. Some of them come to us with with issues, you know, just let's just be honest. Um, They're doubting themselves. Right. Uh, Their confidence is not at an all time high. So along the way, we've got to show them how good they really are, how what they really look like. Okay, so that's number four. The fifth and final thing that a good pre-health agent should know is that or not even should know. But what a good pre-health and pre-health agent should do is they got to be willing once they know all about this student and they're confident in that student and they believe in that student. They got to be willing to go to bat for that student. They got to make the calls. They got to write the letters. They got to plan a visit if need be. Let me just tell you something. If there's a student that we are representing, if there's a student that we are helping to get into a professional program, you can best believe we're going to call a university. We're going to call a medical school if we need to. We're going to reach out to our contacts if we if we need to. Not not to. Um, do anything that would be outside of the guidelines of getting students in, but just to say, hey, have you had a chance to look at our student? And a lot of times, believe it or not, uh, these medical school and dental school programs, they get so many applications, right? You know, your student may just kind of fell through the cracks and they may not have had the chance to really look at their application. But once they look at that application, they'll see exactly what that student is all about. Now, at that point, if the student has the credentials, they may get an interview. And once they get that interview, it's up to them to nail it. But again, you as a pre-health agent, our goal at MDI Prep as a pre-health agent is to make sure that every student that we work with gets into medical school. And so no matter what you're going through, always remember what we say. You got this. Until next time. Let's talk. Let's talk.